We at Achieving Failure Studios do not embrace or glorify drug use. This episode is for entertainment purposes only. If you or a loved one has issues with drugs, alcohol, or depression, please call such places as the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services at 1-800-662-4357. I'm outside, and I'm staring up in the trees. Dude, look, I took a f***ing picture. There's these people in the trees. You can't see that? I said, dude, I don't even know what the f*** you are. What am I even looking at? There's a guy in the goddamn trees! Bro. Dude, he, this dude, this guy was so tweaked, he sounded like one of those Vietnam vets. He goes, they're in the f***ing trees! <laughs> Welcome to Achieving Failure, a podcast that gives you a break from politics, popular trends, and brings you good old-fashioned life stories that made us who we are today. Sit back and relax with your host, Chris, as he brings you another exciting adventure on how to achieve failure. All right, welcome back to Achieving Failure. Today, we got a special guest with us, Ricky, Ricky motherfucking, motherfucking Bobby. 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 <laughs> <laughs> No, man, but like, I, I've had some pitfalls inside of skating where like, I started skating and I started skating as Craig and then next thing you know, I meet a couple homies and everything turned from like, they didn't skate too much. They were focused on, you know, making their money and doing what they do. And at the time, like, I, I didn't, I always said no. And then finally one day I was hanging out with this one dude I used to call dad and then he was like, you ever done powder? And I was like, I told that dude over there like 30 times, no. Yeah. Next to you know, I did some powder and I fucking loved it, bro. I fucking loved it. Made it snow in the summer, bro. And it was like, <laughs> I got all of it at, for free for a while. And then one day, because I got close with the, the homies over time, just like doing a little golf clap, just to fuck with them. And I didn't even know him yet, but he tried to go skate in the bowl and he's not bad. But I just sit there and over time, he was like, what the fuck are you clapping for? Like, what are you clapping for? Like, are you always out here clapping? You always say, and you only do it to me. Like, what the fuck, bro? Ever since then, we got closer. And the next thing you know, I guess uh, one day, uh, the homie, not but the other homie, it was a homie. Uh, he cuts his finger off almost. He was like a sushi chef. No oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, he cuts it off at work. Yeah. Oh. And, okay. like, and like he couldn't do the drug test or anything because he's high off of cocaine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the, he comes up to me. He's like, "You better watch my little brother. Like, I know you're here all the time." And back then, I used to start skating in the summertime at eight in the morning until ten at night. It would nonstop and like we'd go out spanging and fucking making any way possible just to get some money to get some weed to do whatever so that's like kind of like where the hustler came out it's like that that was i have to look back at this time it's my favorite but so i go the next day at the exact time he told me to because i was going to be there anyway and i see this little mexican motherfucker sitting there like this i'm like what's up bro and he was like, what's up, man? I'm surprised you came. And I was like, yeah, I have to skate. <laughs> He's like, oh. So I hung out with him, and we did blow for 24 hours. Straight, nonstop. Jesus Christ. Non-fucking-stop, I'm telling you right now. But this dude was so legit. He was like, yo, at like hour five, he was like, look, we're going to have to eat. And it's going to be hard for you to eat, but I better see you finish these chicken nuggets. 
if you want to continue this night. So I finished the chicken nuggets and we fucking, I don't, I don't think we, that day we hung out for like three months straight. I mean, like straight. I is mean, where, one day off. Is like that kind of where like everything started. Like, yeah, that was that where everything started. Like that used, whole downward spiral. Yeah, the whole network just went nuts after that. Like with my, like I was really good with my charisma and how I could make things work. Like I used to have investors on accident, and they, I would not give anything back, and they knew they weren't there to. They just gave me what I needed to continue doing what I'm doing. You know, I had a lot of, I don't know why the fuck they did that. I really don't. I was high out of my mind. I can't even tell you what the fuck was going on. I remember spurts, but then we got so big to the point where like we we're paying off security, giving them some blow, getting the keys to the back of the fucking bathrooms. Like, Jeez. bro, there's the bathrooms between the men and women. Dude, at one time we fit 20 people in there with like five or in six. The in the bathroom? No, in the middle oh, oh. of the bathroom, there was a back door for Jesus. the fucking plumbers to go through and fix the shit yeah. like the urinals or the toilets and we would pack that motherfucker out the shit would be, <laughs> we'd be smoking four or five blunts at a time dude it got to the point where like we had this little park over there and we'd be chilling there after every fucking good night and every night was a fucking good night it was not a night we did not make money i mean there was times where we fucked up we fucked up i mean i remember, I remember we took bars one night and and we lost, I think, $500, four pills. I'm not gonna say exactly, but then we also lost three three extra Xanax. And like, bro, and <laughs> we woke up not knowing what the fuck happened. And then I made it back, me and him made it back over day, like throughout that day with like going to go through those. That's, I think that's what really taught me my dirt, like my determination is like, through dealing it was like you know you fuck your product up how are you gonna get that money back yeah you can't just go ask somebody because this field isn't like you you don't you it's not a it's not an investment you don't go hey hey mr bank loaner can i borrow uh can i borrow some money against my company well yeah. what's your company oh popping zannies and smoking co uh, uh, snorting coke bro it, got I, <laughs> bro it was so weird it it you know i never even thought I, I wasn't it was never like gonna go down dude i used to be so fucking skinny bro like I, i'm pretty skinny now Yeah, i was gonna say you're like a walking stick over there dude yeah fuck this is the heaviest i ever been since i was not even when i was 18. 18 is when everything really fucking kicked in a full drive 17 and 16 no all the way down to 13 i was selling weed with my stepsister you know she was the one that taught me how to really push my weight i watched her do it you know and then over time i just got good at it and it was just like something i like to do because i like to smoke yeah you know and like there was points like for four months we'd have a backwood every morning, you know, full 3.5, you know, we'd get the best of the best weed from the certain plug. And it, it, it was like the best paradise I could ever say, even though every day I thought I was going to die, you know, and it got to the point where like I was doing so much. That would be out on these late night missions on the strip and shit like that, driving and like I'd randomly pass out. And I don't mean like pass out, it would be like it's straight black. And then I'd be out and then I have my ex sitting there trying to wake me up. Like, hey, hey, hey. You know, I don't even know what that was. Like, and it would happen three or four times a night, you know? And then like 
And you're doing all this shit while skateboarding or like while skating? Dude, that's when it like, yeah, I was doing that while skateboarding. Cause so at first skating, I was dealing, using, dealing with skating. Yeah. But then dealing took over oh. and then skating became like, just a kind get of get the a, fuck out of here. Yeah. And then like, I went through a Pulp Fiction relationship with my ex at that time. I was like snoring Coke, Zannies, anything off the titties. We'd fucking pop fucking pills. We'll fucking go get some coke, and it'd be an everyday thing, nonstop. And so that relationship. Plus, I used to sell coke to her mama <laughs> and her uncle, bro. Dude, hey, she uh, pulled me in the room, bro. Me and my family. Uh, they're some of my best. Uh... Yeah, no, dude. I I was living in her her mom, uh, not even her mom's house. Her grandpa's house, working on a on a house for him, and I'd be selling her her mom's boyfriend coke and her coke separately. Yeah, and then I know they're both doing meth, but this house was like, bro, you would have never guessed. It would look like it was kosher, bro. It was the best thing I've seen in years at that time, dude. It got to the point where her mama lost her fucking mind, thought her ex, like, because they were like on and off, putting cameras in the fucking walls, fucking thinking that he tapped everybody's phone, smashed every phone in the house, bro, fucking hitting the fire alarms, and then she'd be getting on these ladders because it was like a big two-story house like vaulted ceilings bro and seeing her little short ass trying to whack these fucking things off and i'm like what the fuck one night bro we were chilling we just got me and my ex just got done fucking snorting a fat fucking line like each feel me we do rails or train tracks you know so it's like a half a gram and got geeked, bro. And then out of nowhere, her mama just busted through the fucking door. We're all going to a hotel. What? <laughs> what? Why? The whole place is tapped. He was filming you guys having sex in the bathroom. Like, how do you know that? First off, weirdo, you listening? That's what you're doing. I was, I was too high to figure it out. You feel me? But like, dude, she went off a wall, bro. We had a guy. We had a guy that we I used to work with who used to have back problems, and uh, he was prescribed, I don't know, whatever oxycontin, some for his back. Oxys, man. And uh, the, the I guess it wound up being he wound up getting cut off, and I knew him, and he was a good man. He was, and this wasn't aviation. Like he was kind of doing his own thing. But uh, he worked with us, and uh, he, in the beginning, he was a normal guy, and I didn't really, I didn't know that he had back problems, all this shit, whatever, but it's just like, one day he starts coming over, he starts coming to the shop, he's like, hey man, I think my wife's cheating on me, I keep seeing this guy coming over. And every time I come over, he runs and he hides in the bushes. That's fucking meth, bro. Or he's like, he's running up in the trees. And I was like, what? He goes, I, I'm going to start putting, I'm going to start playing cameras. That's when he starts seeing shadows. And then, dude, yeah. And then he starts coming. Dude, I'm coming home. And like, little by little, this guy is starting to lose his fucking mind. Because then he's like, ah, oh, I'm trying, I'm trying to get pills from here. Trying to get pills from here for my back. So like, oh, okay. And then it goes into, dude, I'm, dude, look at this picture. I'm outside and I'm staring up in the trees. Dude, look, I took a fucking picture. There's these people in the trees. You can't see that? I said, dude, I don't even know what the fuck you are. What am I even looking at? There's a guy in the goddamn trees. Bro.
Dude, he, this dude, this guy was so tweaked. He sounded like one of those Vietnam vets. He goes, they're in the fucking trees. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the? And like, uh, I don't know, whatever. You know what? I, I don't have, I don't have time for that. I gotta go get one of those things because she's got, she's got cameras through the house. I gotta get like, one of those things to detect it because now I started noticing. Now he's like day by day, he's starting to speed up. I, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then one day I just hear this. Boom! Smash! And I go, what the? What the? I was like, dude, I don't have time for this shit. I, I'm, I'm working on something. I, I, I go, he locked himself in the bathroom. Now we're at work. He locked himself in the bathroom. He finally comes out. He punched. He goes, ah! Something came at me. He punched the, uh, he punched the, the bathroom mirror. Because now he's stripping his face off. I was like, dude, th you people are nuts. I was nuts, like, this bro. is a whole nother dude, level of what the fuck. I'll tell you, man, I lost my fucking mind. Like, if you would have met me, like, literally three years ago, three years ago, I was not the same. I was a fucking shell, dude. I, I, I was so fucking in my... I thought I was on a TV show. Like, I swear to God, I was so drugged out all the fucking time. I saw shadow people. I... Dude, walking that shadow around, that shit is fucked up, bro. It was to the point, dude, where I was staying at my uh, my mom's friend's house, and uh, they were pretty big dealers, you know. And that's where I started kicking back up on mess again. And uh, dude, I fucking lost it, dude. I lost it. I was sleeping in a fucking garage. On a fucking piss fucking couch, smoking as much meth as I could, just to heal the pain from that last relationship I was talking about. Because that fucking, I lost my home, everything, and I'm here at this fucking place, and I have nothing. I am just here. I'm getting blessed. I'm even here. The same time my mom and my little brother are sleeping in a fucking Mercedes in the middle of summer, bro, and I'm getting mentally fucked i'm getting mentally fucked I, I thought i was gonna be better it went way worse went super bad well yeah normally doing meth does that to you oh my god <laughs> meth and cocaine and then you're adding everything the reason i left that chick bro is because one day her, her grandpa rest in peace to his soul that motherfucker did i'm not gonna say that just in case but that motherfucker realist motherfucker all about his money he started getting dementia so he's he was taking those sleeping pills, Ambien, and he lost his pills one night, and we're tripping on meth, you feel me? I was smoking meth with her grandma, bro, we would light up, bro, light the fuck up, her grandma's lit, like, lit, bro, we got fucking fucked up, but one night he comes downstairs, and he's like, which one of you fucks took my fucking pills, blah, 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 I'ma kick you all out, and we're like, you probably misplaced it, you misplaced it, well, Gets over that a week later, right? And I'm trying to do something because my ex and her mom decided to take me off the job. My ex wouldn't wouldn't work. She wouldn't work. She had a job with, for doing signs and stuff for her mom because she was like the CEO of this business. So she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't come do construction with us. So she just sat at home and I would pay $300 every time I come back when I get a check to go get clothes and stuff for her, whatever she wanted. Right? And then they fucking turn around and fucking kick me in my ass for... She's turning 18. Well, I was getting hit in the face with rocks at this one job because he hired the people that lived there in the, in the basement 
with a sump pump, right? And they were fucking heavy tweakers. The dude was a heavy tweaker, and the girl was a heavy fucking heroin addict that was a hooker, right? And one day, it, everything went great for a while. They built a shed in the backyard to live in on property so they could work and blah, 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 blah. And then uh, one day she fucking loses it. He's losing it. And I'm just tripping. I'm just like, okay, what the fuck? Next thing you know, she starts throwing rocks. I get in the face with a fucking pebble five times, bro. I don't hit women, bro. I got hit in the face five times, bro. And I call her mom. And I'm like, you need to get this bitch out of here. You need to hurry the fuck up. I am not dealing with this. <laughs> Bro, get fired. And then they tell me later, I got fired. Not because of that. It's because they wanted to take her to EDC. And I'm like, yo, so you just took it, took, took it away from me for that? You could have fired the dude that has the fucking, the hooker, the, the fucking bitch thrown, doing heroin in the back? No, but I'm fucking next to you, no, man. I'm sitting there for a week. I'm trying to apply for Home Depot. Next to you know, man, her, her grandpa, I was like, yo, I want to start selling stuff online, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, cool, I got a bunch of clothes. Well, he gives me the stack of clothes. I'm in the garage sorting through it. And uh, next to you know, my, my ex comes out. She sits down with me as I'm sorting through. And I'm checking everything. And I check and I feel this fucking bottle, like a, a pill bottle. And I take it out. And I'm like, oh, shit, what? You know, Ambien is like the heaviest fucking sleeping pill you could ever fucking get. It make you fucking sleep, walk through a fucking fire drill. There's a guy I used to work with long, long ago. He was telling us, he goes, dude, he was, he would tell us stories. This guy would pop Ambien and take Molly together. He goes, that is the first I've ever heard. He, of. he would take Ambien and Molly and he would just go out and bank strippers. But it was mostly like he would, it was almost like doing heroin because he would pop it, be cool for like 20, 30 minutes, black out, and then come to and his stripper girlfriend is like making him breakfast. You don't remember it. You don't, you don't remember anything. I said, at least if you're tweaking, you're up for three days, you're enjoying life. I said, you're taking heroin, you're taking Ambien, or you're, you're dead. Yeah. How, how was that fuck? You slept good, you're probably well rested, but what, what, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Dude, uh, so she was like, yeah, it's an oxy. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we've done oxy multiple times, you feel me? The only thing I don't like about oxy is how itchy I get. I get itchy. And so like, I was like, all right, fuck it, you know, whatever. Then we get into it. All right, and this is before we even popped the pill. We're getting into it. We've been having problems for like the a month. Or was the Ambien? It was Ambien. Oh, yeah. She told me it was an Oxy. Oh, yeah. Told me it was an Oxy. It was a fucking Ambien, right? So I call up my homie. And I'm like, yo, come pick me up. I need some guy time, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as they pick me up, the shit starts hitting, man. Starts hitting like a goddamn train. And I'm back of the fucking, in the, in the car, and I'm like falling asleep. He was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Right? And he was like, oh, you tired? You tired? You had a long night? Here, here. And he starts dumping coke in my nose. Like, one, two, three bumps, you should be good. And I'm still falling asleep in and out. I get the drip, I doesn't do shit for me. Doesn't do shit. And he starts looking at me, and he's like, what did you take? And I was like, it was an oxy. He's like, bro, I've done oxys with you. This is not what it does to you. Like, what the fuck are you on? Like, you better not be doing heroin, bro. And I'm like, I promise you, I'm not. He's like, no, 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 no. So he starts dumping the fucking half gram in my fucking nose like fool i did a whole sack by myself and i'm still out of it 
fucking get to the apartment i'm sitting on the couch and i'm like bro sit there for like either like maybe an hour and i'll fucking wake up after that bro i packed my shit up literally and went homeless for a couple days like at least two weeks right and then started like my auntie did airbnbs so we'd squat in the empty ones back and back and back for like four or five months and while trying to take a kid to school you know and uh it was it was fucking terrible it was it was for like you know nice but no there's one time dude we're coming from my house back when i had the place made it into a little trap house and my plug for weed was right down the street all i had to do was take a little walk yeah and i was doing so much and like sucking out the uh the coke from the nose that one day my tooth fucking bursted this back one right here and it still is and i opened my mouth man and it's just me and the homie and i opened my mouth i'm like bro my shit hurts and as soon as i said my shit hurts blood came out and he was like what and i was like my tooth just fucking bursted and I was like, whoa, 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 are you serious? I'm like, bro, yes. And it's like leaking out my face a little bit. And he was like, well, get on your knee real quick. And I'm like, I don't roll that way, dog. <laughs> he was like, no, stupid. Like, Coke, Coke, Coke stops bleeding. So what he did was dump a fucking sack of Coke in my fucking. Jesus. Yeah. And then, like, he was so, uh, such a fucking good dude. I swear to God, he was such a good dude. Cause the next, that, that, that same night, he called his sisters. And they were there to pick me up in the morning to take me to the dentist. They took me to the dentist. I got my tooth fixed. I have nothing to complain about. <laughs> Get any new. Dude, it took me for like my son. Dude, every time you walk in my apartment, it smells like. It smells. It's, I can't stop it. It's going to continue smelling. I don't know. I just be going through some shit. And then I. Then this shit happens. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, how many things are you going to throw at me? But at the same time, I kind of just feel like I'm going to just roll with the punches. Like, after that girl thing, because I loved her, and she just, I was just like, damn, all right. That hurts the most. I mean, that's just kind of how it is in general, because I've been through so much shit, too, where I had, I had good things going for me, and it was one of those, hey, you could be a cop. I almost was. I, almost I was like, was. I passed the test. I passed the written. I passed like pretty much the initial written. I passed the the physical agility. All you got to do, they're like, dude, you're so far, you're golden. And it wasn't so much police as it was like Port Authority. So I would have had like dual state jur jurisdiction and like I could have done counterintelligence, all this shit. And they're like, dude, all you got to do is be good. Well, I feel like going out and getting a DUI. And they're like, nah, can't, can't have that. And I was like, but nah, like LVPD out here, you're only allowed two. I was like, oh, cool. So I'm allowed like one more. <laughs> but that like completely fucked my life. But it was one of those, I was like, you know what? It's fucked. Shit happens. But it kind of put me on a different path of, well, Maybe I don't want to be a cop. Maybe I want to do this. And I did that. And then from there, something else happened. And then from there, something else happened. And it was... Every time I fucked... In my case, 
every time I fucked up, things got better. But it was one of those I tried to learn, but I was kept going back to old habits. But there we go. I'm with you on that one. But I mean, it's one of those. Hey, I mean, it's not in the grand scheme of things. It's not the worst to be single. Keep your money. <laughs> I left. Went skating with the homie, and uh, it kind of changed everything. You know, and then now I'm just kind of figuring out what I want to do. And it kind of shows that, like, for me, like, I don't know if you're religious or not, but, like, I don't believe in, I don't believe in the Bible. I believe in God. You feel me? Anything that's handwritten, I don't believe in. But I know there is somebody there because it shows in proof and pudding, for me, at least. What I see is a blessing. And, uh, you know, things I wanted to work on now is just being more with me and like maybe i need the next uh next step in life while our stories can be entertaining if you or a loved one has issues with drugs or alcohol don't give up just yet there's always help there's always hope thanks for listening and we'll see you all next week